Hello, wrestling fans. Quickers. Hey, that's me. Today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yo again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett, Quentin Charisma. Once again, we are smack dabble on ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. We have had two weeks off. I am on a wrestling high in my mind. I am. I can't wait for today's today's episode. Boy, I hope your wife don't hear this. What? Why? First thing, we've been off two weeks. The first thing you talk about, you're on a high from wrestling, not a high from your wedding. Boy, you're gonna, you got a long road ahead of you, pal. Well, listen, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy well, if life. Like my I, wife and don't, like my wife and don't you got nothing to worry about. So, <laughs> well, I, I, I can, I can tell you, she's absolutely like your wife and does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, we got no worry about them. <laughs> yeah, well, All right, we, so I meant to cut you off on that, but I was like, uh oh. Oh no, you're good. Well, we've got a. Uh, to quote Lance Russell, we've got a whale of a match to break the uh, to break the two week time off with today too. Yep, um, and I have no idea the date on because my, my I don't know how to use use the YouTube on my TV correctly. So, you, what's you give us the gist of it? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's my bad. I saw you looking at your notes, so I thought you were ready to go with something. Uh, we are going to be watching. Harley Race versus Terry Funk, two out of three falls for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship from July 1st, 1977, Sam Houston Coliseum, Houston, Texas. Two out of three falls. Two out of three falls. Houston. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I did a little, not much, but a little, little homework. Um, Race beat Funk that year, and um, in Feb- it was February 6, 77, in Toronto. That's when Race beat Funk. Okay, I figured this was the return match, Funk's return match. It wasn't. Uh, I looked through the archives and, and, and dug this up. Funk actually got his return match, this is weird, on June 7th, 1977 in Odessa, Texas. Here's the really get weird part. That one's in little bitty town of Odessa. It was a Russian chain match, and there was only five matches on the card. This was the main event, and the rest of the card was really a basic card. I don't even think it had Junior on it or Murdoch or it. It was a really low-level Amarillo Territory card, it, it, and to have that on top and a Russian chain. It just it was just really weird. That that is strange, and you didn't see the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship defended in a lot of like really gimmicky matches. No, back then, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, not at all. I mean, they were talking about the, the flare match in the cage with Harley was like one of the few times it's been done in a cage. Yeah. So to but have it, it led, done. But that, that had buildup. Yeah. You think about that. That had buildup. And this was just because I, I looked and he he worked, I think, three days in the territory, the Emerald Territory, Funk Territory. Uh, I think he worked um, Dory in Amarillo and they had another town. And I think that this is, I think he worked three shows. Um, I'm guessing they wanted to pop. I guess um, Odessa probably was down. Well, at that time period, uh, this is, I think it's right before they sold to Murdoch and Mulligan, if I, if I can remember right. Um, so the territory was really down. So I'm guessing they were trying to pop Odessa. Uh, but it was still, though, it, it seemed like the NWA would, would, unless Harley said, yeah, let's do it, you know, and let's talk. So, and funk. So, um, which that would have been crazy. Yeah, that'd have been a wild one. I looked to see what the time if I could find the time on the match, and it didn't have it didn't have the time on it. Um, so yeah, I, I was really um, uh, really shocked that it was not that they, that 
they already had retirement because I mean, that was what four months later. Um, but to have it in a, the small, small town, you know, and it wasn't a big card. Like I said, it was really a small uh, card and that was on top. So it was just, that was odd, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm thinking Harley probably doing um, junior and, and Terry a, a favor, you know, try to help oh, their sure. territory. Cause like I said, their territory was down by then. Cause they were trying to get rid of it. And um, so I'm thinking they probably said, yeah, let's do it. Pop the house. Cause like I said, he did the, Amarillo and another one of their bigger towns. So I'm thinking, he said, well, you know, so back then, the, even though Harley was the champ and, you know, those guys still helped each other out, you know, because they've worked so much together through the years, you know. So, but uh, it just, it was just really interesting to, to uh, see that like that. So, but now they go from that, they go to Bosch. And uh, I wish I know, I wish I could, well, I bet it's probably sold out attendance. I bet it had 77. I bet it's probably Houston's probably sold out. Yeah, no, it it, it it looks pretty packed. I mean, obviously, you don't see any upper level shots or anything. Yeah. It's it, it's the old school lighting, man. Everything's dark except the ring, and that's the way it should yeah. be. Um, yeah. But but uh, we've got a we we've got a little trek ahead of us. Forty two minutes, fifty four seconds. Yeah. Bet it, uh, bet it doesn't feel like it though. We got two pros in the ring. Um, this is brought to us by YouTube user Rob D. Rob D, very good quality, and this uh, this looks like this was from the uh, oh, what was it? The NWA was it an app or I don't know what it was. They tried to launch there for a while. Uh, it's basically about, all the uh, old Houston tapes. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Tharp. Yeah, Bruce Tharp stuff. I think it's from that. What it looks, that's what it's from. So, but um, let me get my pulled back up here because it then went into a, an ad where I left it off. All right, let's see. Another ad? Come on. <laughs> okay, yeah, when I leave it set, let me go. Right, let me get back to zeros. All right, I'm at zeros. I got it on mute. So when you're ready, ready to roll it, let me know. I'll, I'll hit the button. All right, if you're ready, I'm ready. In three, two, one, play. There we go. I like the little the little screen thing to open up the, like a little TV. Now I got my, I got stuff in front of my screen, so I can't see the, all that what was on the bottom of the. Uh, it was the just saying there. where it was, the date, what type of match oh, it was, stuff like that. Uh, you know, all just right. little stuff that they added in post to to make it more app friendly. And I don't I don't know if the quality of the video was this good or if they had this digitized and enhanced, but it looks great. Oh, it looks really good. Harley's got look his at, fresh waves. Yeah, I was like, look at the waves in Harley's hair. Now I'm just picturing Harley racing a wave cap. <laughs> I'm sure if he's natural like that. Who's that ring announcer, and where can I get that jacket? That looked like, what was the old dude, uh, Boyd Pierce, what was his name? That, that did, jacket uh, was like black and red tie dye and looked amazing. Yeah. Well, who's all these other guys in the ring? One of them's the ref, and then you got two guys with towels on there. They try to make it like Japan. <laughs> Terry's got a lot of weight on right here. Yeah, Terry's uh, yeah. Terry's bigger than we normally see him. Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest of his career. 
He's got the uh, the red Macho Man tights with the three stars. I'm thinking, so you know, I when he had the the title, he, he that was his biggest of his career. So they're going over all the rules. Yeah, so it looks like these guys these guys are corner men. I I did is this something that Houston did? Yeah, I said what little bit of Houston we watched. I haven't seen any. Oh, and the referees, so, uh, Nick Nick Kozak is that the is that the name? That's probably him. Yeah, yeah. He worked for he worked a lot. Uh, he worked in Tennessee for Goulas, and he worked all over the territories. Yeah, he was, and he stayed in Houston for a long time. Look at Harley. So Harley's Harley's pretty big here too, but he's like super yeah, he barrel is. chested. He's got the he's got the ab guts. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it looks like he's got a, a beer belly because he does, but he's also got abs on the outside of it. It's crazy. Yeah. Just taking their time. I'm trying to see what kind of boots Harley's got. It's is it wing a half a wing tip on the outside, solid on the inside? So Harley, Harley would have these weird boots to wear. It's, yeah. not even half, it's not even half a wing tip. The uh it looks like the, so the Mexican boot makers, they they'll have like this big like half a circle on the outside of your boot. Um, his is a little different, but it, it's that area and it's gold. Okay. And then I was hoping Terry was going to have the the red, white, and blue wing tips, where it's like a different color in, in the panels. Yeah. But now nah, he went uh, he went pretty plain Jane this go around. Yeah. Locking up again, like I'm in the ropes. Oh yeah, and they're, and they're, and they're pacing themselves in the beginning. I mean, they've yeah. got 42 minutes. Yeah, big chop. Harley sound like he's in with a two by four. Harley had about a half <laughs> strut in that cell. I was gonna say, I was strut on the cell, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, Terry is, is really big. Working that arm, and it's not. It, it's he's he's got a lot. Of, it's not fat. He's he's got some thick, you know, solidness to him. He's you know he's he's in really good shape. It's working on that arm. Look how he's wrenching it. You see somebody in the arm bar? They just sit there. He's. He was wrenching it pretty good. Well, yeah, and he's got the top mount on him. He's not just sitting off yeah. to the side. He, he's over yeah, the he's, top. Yeah, he's, look at that. Ooh, that was nice. You don't see that. Yank it back forward. Yank it back forth and back into the arm bar. Yeah, he's sitting on it. Yeah, it, it's good. It's the detailed stuff. You think, oh, gosh, they're in an arm bar in the first two minutes. But... It's work. He's working it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's not just sitting there with it applied. Well, and they had a good close up of Harley's face too, and he just yeah. So he oh, looks like it looks like you're pulling his toenails out one by one. Yeah. Oh, he's got the boot across the face. Oh man, that looks. Oh, he's. Oh, that was good. Did you see that? Yeah. He stepped on him. Oh my gosh, that looked good. 
into, nice the old arm, into the old arm stretcher. Look at that. That looks good. Like I said, this is not boring because it's arm work, but he's he's already, you know, he's done went to three different positions on an arm, you know? Yeah. Oh, he's rubbing his is he rubbing his elbow into the tricep or yep. bicep? Yep. Uh, Dang. Well, it looks like a cross both. Okay. But just that grind, was good. You don't that, see that forearm bone. Yeah, you don't see that, do you? See the little stuff like this is what I love. To me, it's not boring when they're look. He's got his forearm across his face. Oh, they put the boot back on his face. I think we're going to see that. Oh, he's got both again. of them. Oh, ooh. did you see that? Oh, he's got both of them. Oh, my gosh. He had both feet on Harley's face. Wow. Look at this. Is a, this is some good arm work, and it's not boring. Look at Harley sell that. That was awesome. That little, he almost rolled over sell, and that was awesome. Well, and, and so Funk did, actually didn't have that on like 100% correctly, like where the, no. where the where the torque would actually be. He had it no. backward. You saw where he went to fix it, and he said, ah, screw it. And he fell no. backward. The way Harley sold it, you would have never known it. No. No. Has he got to shoot the half on that? He's got to yeah, shoot the half, and he's got the, uh, he's got the other arm. You know, kind of chicken winged a little bit. Yep, yep, sure. Oh, look at that! That's nice. Oh, oh man, he could really stretch him if he wanted to. Yep, but Harley would would really would <laughs> it'd be a fight. <laughs> but he's he looks like he's stretching, but he's working it. You know, it's snug yeah. on that rotator cuff on that other arm. But you know, it's, look how good it looks. I think Harley said, "Okay, it's a little too snug. Let me get my arm out of there." <laughs> And yeah, this is up. nice. Lighten up, Terry. Yeah. Yes, that would put some pressure on your rotator cuff like that. Yeah, it would. Oh, big chop by Harley. Oh, here we go. Here comes Harley Slam. He Harley loves those bit. A press slam by Funk. Have you ever seen that before by Funk? No, not a lot, because Funk wasn't uh well, wasn't the known power guy. Even though this funk right here, I mean. It, yeah, he's he's. This is the biggest he's ever been, muscle wise. Did you notice that? I like that he slammed Harley. He knew he wasn't gonna get no cover, no pin, so he didn't cover. Went back right back to the the arm. That was good. Cause you know he wasn't gonna beat a beat Harley on a just a slam. Yeah, this is some really good arm work here. Look and look at the ring. Like no presentation to the ring either. No ring aprons. Oh no, it's bare bones, big twenty foot ring. Now I keep I always look at the crowd. You can't see it now, but toward if you're looking at the look the ring, it's toward the left hand side. There's a black uh, man or woman. They got look like a red suit on. It looks like a captain's hat. In the that's like in the front row watching they pant. Oh, it's more towards that other corner when they do. <laughs> Yeah, he's just hard. I can't get out. I feel like in in previous Houston matches, we've noticed a few people. Maybe even that person with a captain's hat. Harley can't get out of this. He's just arm barring the fool out of him. Yeah, he. This is good. It's, 
probably can't get out of it. Go to the ropes. Let's see what we got here. I, I love oh, the nice uh, headbutt. Uh, I love the referee attire of the uh, medium T-shirt and bell bottoms. That was a nice headbutt, but hardly get out of that. Oh, here comes another press, another press slam. Holy smokes! Boom. See, oh, he dropped the knee. See, he's not going for the cover. Wow, look at him just tear that arm with those knee drops. Oh, this is good stuff. This is what kids nowadays need to watch how to work an arm right here. Has he got a, a short arm scissors on him? No, he just leg dropped the arm. He doesn't have the short okay, arm Okay, I'm trying to see. I'm, like, I'm trying to look on the other side there. I can't see how he's – okay, no, he's just got the arm. Okay, he he always oh, wrenching it all the time, back and forth, back and forth. And this has been basic one on one how to uh, a move, but the way he's working it, hardly selling it is amazing. Well, and all the little like what I what I like to call dirty pool stuff, you know what I mean? Like th this foot on the face and all that. It's not cheating, yeah. but it, it's a little no. dirty. And it, it adds even more to, to the move. Like if he just had a standing yeah. arm bar here, it wouldn't be as much. But just yeah. grinding that that foot into the face. That's what I'm saying. Everything. It's a basic move. When your basic move holds you, you learn, and that's all this match has been, and it's been amazing. All the work he's doing and hardly selling it, and just the the wrenching and the, the torque on stuff, and it's just. And did your screen just go black? It did just go black. I think maybe there is a commercial break. I noticed that it started getting a little fuzzy. I'm wondering if the original tape had uh, a glitch in it. I bet it did. But during that time, Harley took back over, and now he's grinding it. Yeah. Out. Yeah, I was like, well, what did we missed something there, didn't we? <laughs> Hope it wasn't one of the falls. But, yeah, he's got the headlock. Oh. Big kidney forearm. I think we missed quite a bit. Because Funk, he's wore down. So we missed, a, there was a little gap missing right there. Well, if it's 42 minutes, it's 60 minute time limit. So we missed, no, I don't think we probably missed too much. Funk's also a, uh, a bit of a, I don't want to say overseller, but kind of an overseller. So oh, we, yeah. could, we could literally have not missed a whole, whole bunch, and he's just really putting the headlock over. Yeah, that's true. And this struggle Look here. At, this is good. Look at this. Wow. Look, Funk's getting on top, get, the, get some leverage. He's, he's trying to get out. Look at him trying to squeeze, jerk out, jerk his head out. Wow. Oh, hardly wrenching back down. Look at that. Oh, that's good. Look at, oh. Oh, rolls him up. That was good little, not much, but what they did, it all had meaning, you know? 
Yeah, no, this, wow. is, this is a fight. Right, this is a fight. This isn't a clean exchange of holds. This isn't sitting on the ground in a headlock. Like they're they're working. It's a struggle. It's a yeah. struggle. Yeah, they're struggling with each other to get the upper hand. Is really good. It's uh, my whole thing is just two guys that are really known for being. You know, Harley wasn't wild, known being wild, known as being wild as funk, but um, there haven't been any punches. No, yeah, just a couple, couple, yeah, a couple forearms. There's a, a dirty little headbutt in there. That's yeah. it. You know, this has been a clean, just, you know, struggling back and forth with, with wrestling. I'm sure it'll get a little dirty here in a little bit, probably in that second or third fall. I'm trying to power out. I wish how the crowd, what the crowd's doing. I bet they're not loud because they're it's nothing to pop on. It's they're digesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, well, but, really, but you can look at them. None of them's looking away. No, no, they're watching it. They're 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 just digesting it all, taking it all in. Yeah. Couple guys up front, and or there's one guy in like a three piece suit sitting up front. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Back to the arm, Harley's arm. Oh, nice head scissors. A guy just lost his mind for the little arm flip. Yeah, because we're, what, 10 minutes in our time, but probably 15 there, so we had like a little... We're 15 minutes in our time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, he uh, just... Uh, with... Oh, there it goes thing. again. Oh, yeah, I love that. When we're watching good wrestling, it never seems as long. Nuh-uh. When we were watching some yeah. of those Memphis episodes. Oh, they drove... Oh. <laughs> Man, this is it's simple. Now he's got the arm. Look, he's but that's see, you don't see that. The guy in the head scissors, he got the other arm, but he leaves the one, the one arm. You always leave an arm for selling. Oh gosh, that could be a little stiffy on that one. Whoo, hit your nose. He's trying to, he can't kick out. Wow, this is good. You could get so much momentum out of so out of so little if you put over the hold and they'll just immediately break yeah. out of it. Well. Yeah. The thing I like about wrestling in the 70s, excuse me, is they don't give away holds. Yeah. You know, everything no, you... headlock shoot off now or something like that. This, this is headlock grind, 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 finally yeah. get out of it. Yeah. Everything was reversals were contested. You you just didn't reverse it, you know. Uh oh, uh oh, something wild is about to happen. Fix a backdrop, Harley. Fix a backdrop, and you out, of, the head a, out of a head scissor. Yeah, this is going to be good. I don't know. He might not be able to do it because he's weak. He's there, there's somebody outside just trying to will him into it. There we go. Look, look. Yes, but look, dude. Look at dude jump up. Same. Yep, 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 yep. Oh. Oh, he's blocking it. Uh-oh, what we got here? What is he doing? 
Oh my gosh. They're at a stand I, I think still. he's trying to uh, like loosen it on his head, maybe. Look at that. Whoa. Is it going to. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Look at it. Oh, he can't. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Because he thought they thought he was going to backdrop Harley. Dude stood up, was clapping his butt off. And showed he's been glued the whole time in the third row back there. When Harley was going there, he was up. Because everybody thought he was just getting backdropped. Wow, that was good. But then Harley just, that. He just squeezed so hard that it cut off the blood. and That was good because you always yeah. – I mean, you always say it, they backdrop them over. You, yeah, that was awesome. I, that was I so have, good. I have it, not from a head scissor. That would have been a first for me. Oh, yeah, but but the, the gist of, yeah, you know, getting out of when they're in that, you know, that not the actual head scissors, but, yeah, the head, that was new, too. But you know what I meant, to flip them when they're up there and they can flip them over. He's working out. He's still got that head scissors on him. Oh. Just punched him in the mouth. <laughs> I think he did. I think that's the first punch we've seen. And just think about this. It was a wild left from Funk, which were notoriously stiff, and he can't see because he's in the head scissor. He yeah, just he can't crap out of Harley. <laughs> but it's Harley. He could take it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you just know he punched the dog doo-doo out of Harley. Yeah. Look at this. I mean, he here we go. Uh oh. We're gonna try it again. Here he goes. He'll try back drop him out of it again. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. Is he up all the way? Yeah, he's up all the way. They did pants. They're in the right back him up to the corner. Yeah, it's not what everybody wanted, but but hey. It was good because he didn't tried it once. Look at Terry selling. There's a punch to the gut. Ooh, was that a Judy chop? It was either a Judy chop or a karate chop. I can't remember which one's at the angle. <laughs> well, he's giving the he's getting the chops. Yeah, Funk's still sell, selling that head scissors. Look at him. He's still Oh, here we go. The funk. Oh, I thought he was gonna get the funk. Fall through the ropes there for a minute. He crawls back underneath the bottom. Man. Yeah, he's still selling. Harley's on him now. And he's working that side of the neck and head before he's had that head scissors on. That's good. Funk's on spaghetti legs. It, speaking of which, he had the best rubber leg sell. Yeah, he did. A lot of people stole it and tried to do it, but nobody did it good as Funk. And, and Slater they, was probably the closest. Yeah, Slater, Slater was the closest on everything of Funk because he just wanted but, to be Funk. That's all he yeah. wanted to be is his entire life. Yeah. Candido a little bit too. Candido Who? really wanted to work. Chris Candido wanted to be Funk a lot. But I think Slater was the closest. Uh, absolutely. I and mean, Candido even started wearing Funk's tights for a while. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Them striped ones. Yep. Harley going back to the arm. Green went to the headlock. He's worked, so he's worked the head. Now he's going to the arm. Ooh, big shot by Funk. 
Yeah, and just that the look on, Thunk, on Thunk's face, it's like he's being slowly stabbed. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just in such pain and agony, you feel it. Oh, he's chopping Harley up, trying to get Harley still got that wrist, though. He's not letting go. He's getting wobbly, though. And that's what I say. They're not giving up a hold. Nowadays, one shot, yeah. dude with a bump, let go of the arm. Yeah. Oh, headbutt. Harley, no sold it. <laughs> yeah, you you don't headbutt Samoans. You don't headbutt JYD. You don't headbutt Bobo Brazil. And you don't headbutt Harley Race. Yeah. Yeah, he is barely holding on to that arm. He's about to he's about he's about got him. Harley is wobbling that back into the ropes. What's Funk gonna do? Oh, big overhand chop. Oh, is Race gonna top in the ropes? He's <laughs> he's sure trying. He's 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 thinking about it or something or I think he was like, shut up or shutting up. I I think he was like these ropes were way tighter. They must have had a lucha match on earlier. Yeah. These have been a little more looser. Now they're just staring each other down. They didn't wore each other out. Man, Harley had tattoos when nobody really had tattoos in wrestling. Well, he had those old, like, World War II tattoos, you know, that they were just black ink. You really couldn't see on your forearm. You know what I'm saying? Tell what yeah. they were. Them, you know. Oh! Oh! <laughs> The ref's getting on about the punches. Funk's saying, that. sorry, that was awesome. The wow. I, I think I think the duck was the best because there's a little bit of comedy yeah. in there. First off, it was a yeah. straight, uh, straight punch. Yeah. And if <laughs> Funk wouldn't have ducked, he would have been done. Uh-oh, look at that. Ooh, nice takedown going to the spinning toe hole. Kicks him off. That's the high spot of the match. That was the high spot. Look at that. What are we, 20 minutes in? We are 23 minutes in. And that was our high spot right there. But it got wow. the reaction. It got the reaction of high spot. Yeah. yeah. Shocking, right? I know. Yeah. They just did something so ordinary. They just got a big, yeah. Wow. Look, back right right from the beginning, it's establishing your finish. Everyone knew the toehold could be it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Just like if Harley hooks the Indian Deathlock or picks him up for the suplex, could be it. Yeah, there it goes. Speak there of the goes. devil. Let's hook it. Yeah, nope, went, nope. Small package. Small package. Oh, it kicks out. He hooked it right after you said it. He hooked it. And right now, count. everybody knows what to look out for. Yeah. Yep. That, red, that person took the red jacket off. They still got the hat on. They're in the second row, not the first. No, they're in the first row. They're right behind Paul Bosch doing the. I, I, I see the hat. I, did, I didn't see the jacket, but I see the. Oh, hat. there's the jacket. They just held the jacket up. Oh, here we go. We got a spot. There's a big tackle. Woo! Go for another tackle. Oh, oh! He goes through the. Look at people jumping up on that. He just threw him through the ropes. People were up, popping. Put <laughs> something. Yeah. And wow. Funk took that like a missile. He didn't touch that. Apron. Yeah. Yeah, he soared out of there. Man, this is good. Basic. They haven't did anything. It's just so basic, and it's been so good. And, and Terry Funk is like, he's very much, especially at this time, he's starting to get to that middle-aged and crazy look. He's not yeah, so he much started, the, yeah. 
he's not the young guy anymore. You know what I yeah. mean? So he's kind of an unlikely baby face when you look at him here. Yeah, we had to do some. Well, it's Texas. So he's going to be more of the baby face of the two. Oh, absolutely. So. And against Harley, he's going to be more of the baby face of the two. So nice standing suplex. Oh, this has got to be a fall, right? That's, he hit the big suplex. What's Harley doing? He's just going to work on the back. You know, it's you know, got the abdominal stretch. It's two or three falls. I'm wondering if they even get a fall. They go Broadway. It would make sense. Look, look at how he's even torquing it back even harder on the abdominal stretch. Yeah. Everything's got, has got meaning. There's nothing just half butt. Everything is. Because that's why you did. You had to do much. Just what little you did, make it mean, have meaning, and you know. Well, they've run the ropes what twice. So I mean, I, I'm just looking at the right leg of Funk. Oh, we gave up. That's it. That's your fall. Donald stretch. Wow. Wow. I guess if they threw him out. It threw him out, injured his back, hit the suplex yep. in, made it worse. Yep. yep. And you know That's what? what? He did. Now he's got something to sell the entire rest of the match. Well. Think about it. They threw they, We threw a curveball with the head. Oh, we get a little replay. Well, kind of. Uh, yeah, throwing a curveball with the head, <laughs> with the arm, you know, just throwing curveballs. And then, okay, it's going to be the back. Another one of these all. 30-second in between falls. If I might have been 30 seconds. So I, I think, I think it was, and we cut some of it. Some of it was cut out. Yeah, because that replay was really short. I think they cut it. Oh, did he smack him? Yeah, He right just smacked Harley. <laughs> and people are cheering. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I told you to fall, too. They probably started getting a little... One was strictly now the tempers are flaring up and foot in fall too. See the people going by with their buckets of cold drinks. Yeah, I saw yeah, that little little cap on little little uh, session people walk around. Was he oh he smacked oh he's smacking oh look at Harley selling it. Oh Harley's mad. Look at it. here he comes. Oh Oh, that was oh, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That was amazing. Oh, oh look at that headbutt! Cut him off with the headbutt. Oh, that I, was. I don't know if that was a headbutt or a mini backdrop. I think it was. I don't know. I, I think I think, I think, was, I think it was a headbutt with a uh, Terry Funk cell job. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it was. He flipped over him. Wow, this is good. And Harley's Holy aggressive smoke. now. After that, yeah, after that smack, it woke like woke him up. Ooh, he's got that knee in the look at that. Everything they're doing is just good. Yeah, he smacked him up, then Harley come flying at him. He didn't got his temper riled up. Yeah, that was good stuff right there. Look at Terry's face. He squished his face and make it look like he's getting just smushed. I'll say this: if I if I could make out what Harley's tattoos were, I would get the exact tattoos in the exact places because they just look so cool. But you, you don't know where they are, though. I mean, 
I just want to go I, into a I, tattoo shop and go do some black stuff here and here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Funk's fighting out of it. Is he going to go to a headlock? Is he going to try to get Harley? Yep, got Harley in a headlock. That was nice. Transition there. You wouldn't expect it. And look at that. Now he's into the headlock. Slowly coming up. Yep. Oh, they're going to do a spot. Oh, we're going for the, Oh, backslide. Here's your feet. Here's going to be. I bet money. Two. No, it fixed slurp. I thought it was going to. Uh oh. What's he going to pile driver? Oh. Oh, we crowned him. There it is. There it is. One, two. Yep, there it was. Look at the people jumping up. Yeah. That was that was good. That was good. He went for the Harley with the Donald stretch. He rolled through. I thought he was going to get him on the backslide. He didn't. It came up him the pile driver. Boy, that, and that's wow. the deal, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Show him this one, get him with this one. That was exactly. good. The people are going crazy. And that pile driver was wild looking. Yeah, he spiked him right up. He dropped around his crown. Well, and he was uh, like walking backwards while he was yeah. had him in the air. Yeah. Terry yeah. always had those weird, weird pile drivers. Yeah. He never jumped. He, he, he would go backwards. I'm noticed. Well, and wasn't he the person who originated the just grab your tights and go? I think so. If he didn't, he was one of the first to ever do it. Look at Harley selling the, still selling the pile driver. Funk's got his hand selling the, his back. Yeah, Harley. Yeah, look, he's still selling it. Look at him. Oh, this is good. Man, this is, this is so good. Oh, doing his neck, trying to get, shake that pile driver off. What we got here. Oh. Is that a forearm or overhand shot? Yeah, whatever it is, Funk's barely registering it. He's ready. Yeah, he's registering. He's coming at him. Oh, I don't know if that was a punt. Oh, we got yeah. an ad popping up. Yeah. Son of a. We're going to skip this All ad right. as soon as we can, folks. Well, we went, it went quite a while without an ad. I'm actually shocked. Ready to yeah. Mine, mine says play after ad. Oh, beautiful. Play after ad. All right, it's back it. into it. Oh, All he's right. a big old. There go. They're, they're going at it toe to toe. Oh, big chop. Oh, another big chop. Oh, is he going to tie himself up? Oh, is he? No. He's, <laughs> he's, he's milking it time, ain't he? <laughs> oh, that's the first really back bump. Either one's took, ain't it? Really? I mean, off of something. Yeah, well, and, and as far as the ropes go, I, I still think they're too tight. They might be. As Harley says. Oh, nice kick. Wow. And that, that, bump, that bump made it look amazing, too. Yeah, that crisp, fast bump. We're going neck breaker. Oh, big spinning neck breaker. Swinging or spinning, or whatever you want to call it. Which one you want to call it. cover. One, two. Strong kick out. What's he going to do? Oh! Jeez. That was, that was 
I'm sure that was a little snug, but man, that was beautiful. Wow, that was a nice kick to the head. I, I, feel, like, only, I feel like oh, that was in the chest. I feel like Kawada saw that and like I'm gonna do a whole bunch of those. Yeah. <laughs> Hardy kicks out. You notice the second one he did, it was to the chest. Kick to the yeah. chest. Hardy said, don't, get, don't give me another one of those, kid. <laughs> you get one. Here we go. Tommy knee drop. Oh, running Tommy knee. Look at Harley's head sounding like he just got his spine splintered. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's going to go for cover. Foot on the rope. Yeah, both feet. Oh, look at the people. They thought they had it. Oh, look at them jump up. They thought it was it. One lady just sat down so mad. Yeah. <laughs> they, Terry's, yeah, he's milking it like I should have. That was it. That was it. Oh, Hardy's back up. He's looking from behind. You better watch out. Here he comes. Oh, shoot the leg. Here's he going to go for the. He's luring him spin in. Spin and toe hold. There he goes. Spin and toe hold. Look at Hardy flopping. Selling it. They hit punch him. Yeah. I think he punched him. Yeah, because the ref's getting on to him. I already knew he had to get out of that fast because that was the gimmick right there. Oh. Oh, here he goes. Spin told again. Harley's punching him. Yeah. Oh, you see, he just knuckled him up. <laughs> Did he get him hard way? I think he got him hard on the – did he get him on the brow? I'm trying to see. Or he, just... he may have because Harley was apparently the master of it. Yeah. That's what they used to say. I think he has. Oh, shoots the leg again. There he goes. Spin a toe hold. This is awesome. There he goes. Is he going to punch him? He's fighting it. Oh, oh. I think he's grinding yeah, it. Let's open oh, this back yeah. up a little bit for you, kid. Yeah, there's blood on the hand. Yeah. Yep. He got him. He yep. Hard weighed him on the brow. What a yep, pro. look at it. Yep. What a pro. This is just boy, this is you you kids nowadays need to watch this. This is a masterpiece. Wow. Hadn't seen no punches in all night until now. Hardy just, he just, he's, he had, he couldn't, he, but, oh, nice. Use the, the knee pad to pull him down. Oh, my gosh, look at that. Spinning toe hold. There we go. Oh, he is spinning big time. Hardy's trying to grab him so he can punch him, but he can't, he can't reach up. Oh, they got him. Oh, and Funk just falls down selling. What the crap, man? This is awesome. Holy smokes. What storytelling. Wow. Harley with a big knee. But they didn't, Harley didn't punch until this, he knew he had, he had to do something because he, that spin toe old, he, he had to start punching. I'm worried. He knew, he knew he was going to eventually get him if he didn't. So he started punching every time he got in it. Nick, oh, this is good. Nick Kovac just went to. Oh, headbutt. Kovac went to call for the bell, and then 
Terry grabbed him by his pocket yeah. and shook his head. No, I'm worried yeah. we're going to get a blood stoppage. But this match has been so good. I'd be all right with it, to be frank. Yeah, it, well, it tells a story because he is juiced big time on that one side. And this Funk's selling it. Well, and you know, his Harley ain't getting up. He can't. Yeah. His leg's messed up. His leg's up. Yeah, he's been he's, that, that toe hole's been. And that last time, Funk just kept spinning it, spinning it, spinning it. That really torqued it up. Look at it. Oh, here you go. He's spinning it again. Spinning it. Oh, yeah. This is good. Harley's oh, reaching up to punch him again. Can he? He's got him by the hair. He's gonna. Is he gonna be able to punch him? Funk. Oh, he got him. Yeah, he snuck it in. Yep, he's getting. He's Funk ain't letting go of it though. He's punch, Harley's punching, but he ain't letting go. The ref fix and call this, and he's got him in his toe hole. I hope this ain't the finish of stopping it when when they're. Oh, he's got him. He's barring the arm. He's he's about he's going down. He still got that arm, the leg barred though. He's fixing to call it right here. Watch. Terry got a little shake to him. Look. Yep, the fix to call it. Oh, he hit the ref. Yep, that's it. Oh, <laughs> Harley with a headbutt. A Harley's covered in blood, too. But it's Funks. Yeah, I know. Oh, another headbutt from Harley. God, no, I'm okay with the finish. They're still yes. fighting now as, as the guys are trying to clean them up. Funks can't – he's all juiced up. He, he's doing his my eye cell. Yeah. Harley can't get up. He can't – Harley can't get up because his leg is jacked up. He's still, still trying to headbutt him with a jacked up leg. Wow. This was amazing. Ah, dude. Storytelling. Fantastic. Storytelling. Oh my gosh. And look at Harley still down selling his knee. Still selling it. Oh, there's the. Oh, you see. Yeah, so we're we're getting an aftermath promo if you're not watching along with us. And yeah, you see, that was a hard way for sure. Yeah, right on that end of that, that eyebrow where that little bone is right there. Man, I want have to go back and listen to to the little interviews here. Look, look at this uh look at this weird microphone. It's like a bolo tie on them. Hey, it's 77. I'm surprised they even have one that <laughs> have one like that. It's probably in the game a big stick, you know. They're like, let's tie this microphone around your neck like a like a noose, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll talk into it. Wow, that was that match was amazing. It nothing, nothing big, basic basic stuff, but selling and how to work the holes made it amazing. So you think Terry's really in front of that wall? Or you think yeah. that's what they spent their green screen money on? No, nah, I think it's, it's actually a, an orange brick wall. 
I think it's probably, I don't think it's really a brick wall. I think it's a plastic, just a back, you know, like a backdrop that they've did do interviews in front of. I bet it's plastic. It's a plastic, it's probably wood with plastic, that plastic uh, on it looks like brick. Because there's something over here, one ago they showed to the side. So it's not a green screen. It might have been a wall in Bosch's office, too. You never know. Because this is definitely probably the day after. I should have looked up. I don't know what this finish was. Because this finish was definitely a comeback next month match finish. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they brought it back the next month. Because both guys were down and could even and Harley won the fall. He couldn't get up. Yeah. And the people were like, we gotta have people were like, no, we we don't we don't want it back. We want to see it again. That that'd have been a perfect setup for a Texas death match. Yes, definitely would. And that's my what he's talking about. We don't know. Oh man. I'm wondering if that's what he's doing. They setting it up for the next month. Harley come back in. Because it definitely the finish was set up to come back sometime. It might not be next month, but next time Harley comes to Houston, defend it, maybe. Because that was set up, you know, and they can always show the finish, you know, the the uh, uh, a two minute uh, video. Well, that's it. It's off. Um, Dude, that was that was awesome. So, you know, it might not be next month, but the next time Harley comes to, to, to Houston to defend the belt, they might be, you know, have it set up. And they can always, the week the week before on TV, they can always show a two-minute of the finish, you know, of, you know, to bring it back. Because it was definitely uh, to, to be brought back. So, wow. That was that was amazing. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what else to say. That, that, that was, was fantastic. And, I mean, you, all you saw was arm bars. Headlocks, head scissors, couple body slams thrown in there. Um, I think they had two tackles, uh, and then a pile driver. Basically, I mean, it was not. There was. There's probably six to seven moves, probably. Uh, but wow! Although we did miss about five minutes there in between, um, where uh, Funk took back over. It might have been five minutes. I don't know. It might have been that many. But I mean, everything they did was. We were talking about. I think this was out of all the ones we watched. I mean, we watched some good ones, but I think this was the most getting something out of simple. I think this armbar or the headlock. You know, what I'm saying. I think they we were watching everyone. We watched everybody does emphasis, but this one really, I think, put a lot of emphasis on when they were working a hold. You know, yeah, that was just great. Oh, that was so good. Wow, Dude, that's one of your one of your finest picks, man. I mean that that's one of my top ten all time matches I've ever watched right there. That was amazing. Holy smokes. Definitely walk, go back and walk and read the um read listen to the funk interview and um uh, because I the finish had to be setting back up when um which it probably wasn't the next month because Harley was you know, he had the strap so next time he did come back to um uh Houston when he made his loop back down there, um uh, it set up, you know. So, man, that was just a gosh, man. Wow. Amazing. They wrestled. And, and, what, and, and I think that you notice 
I don't think did Terry ever throw a punch. He threw a couple. There was a couple in there for sure. I mean, he threw that one in the corner with the with Harley threw the straight straight jab, but the punching, the really punching, didn't come until Harley had to start using the punching because he couldn't get out of the spinning toe holes. That's what started, you know. So he, he finally he 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 couldn't get out of it. And the only way he could get out was with punching, you know. And they were both left land. Even though Harley won, he couldn't even stand up. I mean, that was just amazing. Wow, that's so good. That was wrestling. Telling a story, everything they did meant something. They they did so little, but it meant so much. It was oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> and but if you like, if I try to have that match, that first part of that match with somebody with working the arm and stuff, it'd be boring as crap. Because I would I would be I wouldn't be thinking about just grinding and the struggle. I mean, nowadays you don't struggle on stuff. You might get a little struggle, but that was constant. That whole first fall was constant struggle, you know? And you have to be so confident in your ability to control that crowd to just sit there. They did do not, though. I mean, the couple little things were high spots they blew up on, which nowadays ain't high spots. But it just, you know, you could have that match on TV today. I think people would watch it because it was such a struggle. And even though there was no movement, action running and stuff, there was still movement. They were grinding. Whatever they had on them, they were grinding on it, you know. Constant yeah. trying to get out get out of it, you know. It wasn't no just, I'm going to get you the hammerlock, give you the office, you reverse it, hammerlock, give it off, you know, boom, 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 boom. You know, chaining where it don't, there's no, nothing. Everything was, you got it, you grabbed it, you locked it in, you worked it, struggle, struggle, you know. Oh, that was so good. Man, that was excellent, man. And tell you, people in, like, you know, kids nowadays, they just know funk of being the, you know, the crazy, you know, what's it, what do you say it was called? The um, middle-aged and crazy. Yeah. This is, because after he dropped the strap, he had to start, you know, after, you know, after about a year, he had to get something because he wasn't going to get the belt back. So he had to do something to, you know, and um, I think that's where he picked that up. And, um, and it, you know, that made him, you know, made the rest of his career. Um, so, but this was where he was, wrestling funk you know so really good and you would think with harley and terry it would be more brawling punching and kicking you know that's crazy it it worked its way there yeah yes i'm saying yeah it did because it had to you know it built up to where you know they had to especially with harley because he had to start punching because he that's been told he couldn't get he had no um what's the word i'm looking for really defense up for it you know He couldn't, there was no way to defend it. And so he just started punching. Yeah. So, you know, whatever they did, it built up for a reason. You know, that was good. Gosh, that was so good. <laughs> well, I've oh, got yeah. my, my work cut out for me then trying to top that. Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> um, I, I didn't, you know, I knew it was going to be good. I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting to be that good technical, just every bit of work was that was that was what that's what i call a masterpiece i would you know i don't give stars but to me that was a five-star match because it told everything built up and it was telling why they were building it up to get to where you know it, it, that was it i that was yeah okay go ahead i mean to cut you off <laughs> no no you're good um so wow my work is really cut out for me um <laughs> i i've been i've, I've been inspired uh, so with the news 
that the National Wrestling Alliance is having some pay-per-views and whatnot and returning to uh, the Chase Ballroom in St. Louis, Missouri, I decided to pick a match from St. Louis. Um, right. I'm not picking one from wrestling at the Chase. Uh, what I am picking, because I, I figured while they did have main events on there, they weren't the, the biggest, craziest main events, and you didn't always get a finish. Well, they, when they did their house shows at the Chase, you know, but you don't get no, the TV, you didn't. Well, this is from St. Louis in the Checker Dome. Yep. This is November 2nd, 1983. Again, for you, do you know the match? You look like you're about keep, to guess it. No, I'm, keep going. Just keep going. For the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, Ric Flair versus Bruiser Brody. Okay. I, what part of 83? November 2nd. Okay. So this was after, I think, because Matisic, Mushnick retired, what, 82? Matisic started up. Yeah, this foot. I, I do know at the very beginning of this video, it said footage cur courtesy of Larry Matisic. So I wish I could get on the thing and look it up. I used to have tons on tape of the uh, Larry Matisic promotion. Uh, uh, I know I ended I, up I, with some of them. Oh, did you? Uh, DVDs. Okay. Oh, I actually had the tapes back in the day. And then uh, I got, I, I put them over to DVD and then I bought some I didn't have. Uh, a couple of shows I didn't have, but I had most of the run of Matisic's TV. Mustick retired, I think, in 82, maybe the end of 82. Matisic was his right-hand guy. Uh, they So Matisic started St. Louis back up. Um, well, it has to be after that because they were not with NWA. Uh, Matisic basically used San Antonio. Um, basically, he used people who was not affiliated with NWA at the time, Uh he used San Antonio, Jarrett's, um, and then there's people that were floating around between territories. Um, his TV was really good. Like I said, it, it was it was basically St. Louis. It was still Mushnick. It was Mushnick's philosophy of, of the booking uh, with, with the ref inside, ref outside. It was all still – it wasn't Mushnick's St. Louis. It was Matisic's, but it really it, – but it was Mushnick's philosophy booking – Purdue, everything was the same because you know, I, I can actually tell you the entire card. I can tell you the entire card. Well, it has to, what's well, NWA, so it has to be when uh, Mushnick folded up, sold his time slots, Vince, and this is when Harley and Gaggle came back into St. Louis after uh, Masnick shut down. Is when it, this is what this was. Yeah, so this is listed uh, under NWA St. Louis. Um, it was taped, uh, it was actually aired on Nippon TV, it was aired in Japan. Okay. Uh, opening match was a singles match. Manny Fernandez versus Roger Kirby. Following match, a uh, six-man tag team match. Crusher Ayala, Dewey Robertson, and Kim Duck versus Bill Cody, Buzz Tyler, and Rick Martell. Okay. Um, Dewey Robertson, you know that is, right? Yeah, yeah, missing link. Okay. You know who uh, Kim Duck is, right? Ah, God, I did. Tiger Chung Lee. Boom. Yes, that was it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And who was the other team? You said Buzz Tyler and uh, Buzz Tyler, Rick Martell, and Bill Cody. It rings so, a bell, but not some, rings some, a bell. So, someone's a big Buffalo Bill mark because that's what yeah, Buffalo well, Bill's yeah. name. Yeah. And yeah. then there's Crusher Ayala, which I'm, I'm assuming somebody from Japan because it, later. No, 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 no. I'm wondering if that's Hercules uh, from Puerto Rico and. Um, they didn't win St. Louis. They didn't want to get. Yep, you're, you're 100% right. Just like that. Was it? Okay. Yep. 
Uh, let's see. Next match, Ken Patera versus Ox Baker. I'm sure that one was awesome. You know, here's the thing. It was probably over. I'm just saying, if we watched it here's right my now thing. with no sound. But my thing is, though, for what it was, I bet it was okay because those guys knew how to work around their abilities of not being on a go out. It wasn't. It probably was a brawl. You know, that's my whole thing. People say, like, "Oh, Ox Baker was horrible." Ox Baker was good for what what he was doing. He wasn't going to go out there and have a five star match. He was going to have a worked match. He was going to work to his ability to be a big, scary brawler, you know. And then you got Kim Patera, the strong man. So it was, it, they probably just did some strength stuff at the beginning and it was a brawl, you know. So it, it, would, it, it wasn't it's something that you would remember and it probably wasn't something you would forget either. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You would remember or forget. It's just, it's one of those, it's just a smash inside. It, it's there, you know. Next match was probably pretty good Butch Reed versus Bobby Duncan. Oh, definitely. Uh, I've never seen a lot. Of, I've never seen a lot of Bobby Duncan's work. I, his son yeah. was good, uh, yeah. but I, I never saw a lot of his work. I've heard he was great. I've seen a little bit of his Florida stuff. It was really good. A little bit of Florida and, stuff I saw from him. And like Butch, Butch Reed was amazing. Butch Reed. Was oh, awesome. that time period, it, he was Butch was hitting his stride about that time because he had worked with Flair a lot down in Florida. He was starting to hit his stride around that time, eighty three, eighty four ish. Uh, one half of this next match would be fun. Uh, tag team match: Bob Orton Jr. and Dick Murdoch, yay, versus Bulldog Brown and Dick the Bruiser. That was just a fight. That's all that was. Uh, uh, it was it was two things. It was a fight, and it was probably Dicky and Bob taking cartoony I mean, bumps. Exactly, exactly what it was. Because yep, because Bulldog Brown too. Just eh. yeah. Uh, let's see. For the NWA Missouri heavyweight title, Kerry Von Eric defended against Greg Valentine. That would have been good. Yeah, that, well, yeah, uh, it, it, was yeah. 80, it was 83 Greg Valentine. It would have been good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and, yeah. and, he, and Valentine would – It's when you start getting about like 90 to 92 Greg Valentine where it's like – See, yeah. well, that time period, Valentine could carry – he would carry, carry. Uh, now, here's the thing. Kerry, uh, if you've watched, Kerry could, could be carried. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds weird. Kevin was so wild and stiff, you know, it, it'd be hard unless you just, you know, like Gordy would just manhandle him and get him under control. Um, so I think, I think, you know, that time Valentine, 83 Valentine definitely would make, uh, would have carry, would have, that'd been a really good match. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next match PWF heavyweight championship match. Harley Race defending against Giant Baba. You know something? I, I've only seen old, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, Baba, always in a six-man. Uh, I don't know how he, he could, what he could do around that time period of 83. Yeah, I'm not I'm But not it's sure Harley, what, so Harley, I'm sure, made it look like a million dollars. Yeah, and I don't know what 83 Baba is either. Um, I, I know apparently back in this day, Baba was pretty good. Yeah, so they say, yeah. Um, but just – it's it got to the point now that like every time you see Bobby, you're just like, eh, what am I going to get? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then main event, of course, is the best two out of three falls world heavyweight title match, Flair and Brody. So I wonder if he's actually. It says Bruiser Brody and everything on here, but I wonder in the match if he's Bruiser or King Kong. He's King Kong Brody in St. Louis, especially with Dick the Bruiser on the card. Yeah, with him on the card. Yeah, yeah, because I know uh, that was the first time I actually saw any tv when i got that madison stuff 
him actually being billed as King Kong Brody. I saw it in the magazines and stuff, but that was actually first time I've actually seen footage. Um, you said that was the Checker Dome, right? From yes. what I remember, they that it sold out because they said the top, very top, the Checker Dome was full. Oh, hold on, I, I can actually tell you. I'm sorry, the attendance uh, was on there, and it was it was over sixteen thousand. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, let's see. Let me get that back in. I shouldn't have clicked away from that. I heard that it was the first time the checker dome been had that many people in, in several years. That's crazy that you uh you, you knew all that about that that time and everything. <laughs> with just me bringing it up. And see, that's why yeah. that's why I, I do this podcast with you because you are a walking wrestling encyclopedia. I wouldn't go that far. I'm decent, but there's a lot of guys out there that know a lot more than I do. But, uh, 16,695. Uh, that's probably their biggest crowd Checker Dome's had in a while. Because I know when, when Madison ran it, was it the, what was his thing? Greater St. Louis Enterprises, I think that's what it was called. But um, uh, they, did, they didn't have no crowds like that. They had decent crowds from what I heard on their shows, but nothing like that. And then, yeah, they probably had that many people at least two years, probably. So. Yeah, I remember reading that they said that was one of the biggest houses they had in a long time for St. Louis. And uh, and it was right when uh, Madison sold – I'm pretty sure I got this right. Madison sold his time slots to Vince, I think. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because after that, because Vince came in um, – see, that was Harley and Geigel this time. Um, Central States, St. Louis, NWA St. Louis. That was Harley and Geigel on that. And then uh, Vince came in and – Basically, St. Louis was went down after that. So then, basically, I think they, yeah, they didn't run. St. Louis didn't. This is probably like that was probably one of the last heydays of St. Louis, right there. You said '83. Yeah, yeah, that's from one of the last big houses they probably had in St. Louis. So yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I've I actually, I, I don't know if it's gonna top this week, though, man. That was uh, that was an awesome. Yeah, day. that was. Yeah, I came up and never seen that. Well, here's the thing. I you know talk about. I've seen a lot of matches. I was, you know, but I haven't seen a lot of full matches because I would get stuff on back in the tape days. I'd scan through and watch, you know, a little bit of stuff here and there. And, you know, so I haven't watched a lot of full long match, you know, long long matches like that. So um, I've actually, I think I've seen a cl- I've seen a clip of this this match you're talking about. We're gonna watch next week, um, but it was like maybe a fifteen second fifteen second clip I've seen. So it, I, so I don't know. Uh, and I, does this have the uh, Japanese uh, commentary? It does with Larry Matisic doing commentary over, over it. That's the one. I, yeah, that's the little clip I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I have to be honest. Uh, this was actually my second choice. Oh, okay. Uh, my original choice was going to be a scaffold match between TKO and Bad Brad Blair. And that is my segue, because I, I think it needs to be advertised. Monte Carlo has put up on YouTube and is weekly, every week, putting up on YouTube episodes of WMF Medium Rare, uh, a show that I watched as a child on public access television. It was one, it, NWA Main Event, and USA Championship Wrestling were very much my introduction to independent wrestling. I didn't know such a thing existed. Um, and it is also my introduction, specifically WMF Medium Rare, to my co-host here, one Mr. Quentin Charisma. <laughs> yep. 
Okay, is this he's just putting up a, a match, not the whole show, right? It's just uh, a magic well, so it's 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 both, right? So he's already got some things in the pipeline. Um, but the matches he's putting up for the most part have been unaired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but then I but so he's going through. I actually spoke a bit with Monty today, and he's going through and remastering everything. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, all on his own. It's all because when I talked to him last month, um, me and him actually when this idea was kicking around. He was kicking around, and I, you know, and um, these tapes have been put up since he recorded them. So they're, they're on the old. What was it? Um, oh gosh. Was it high eight or was it was it called back then the high eight tapes? Yeah, I think it like high. I think it's called high eight. Gosh, it's been so long. It's twenty years ago. I think they were called high eight camcorder tapes. So he's having to convert them. So yeah, it it ain't like he's got them already converted over and he's so he's putting some time into it. That's why I think everybody needs to watch it. Uh, and you're talking about them being unaired. Well, that, the first one he put on there, I mean, the first one, probably the second one. You could tell it wasn't aired because Mark Gore. Comes out of the dressing room and is dropping, nope, not F bombs, but every other cuss word bomb you could think of all the way to the ring on the mic. <laughs> uh, so I, I want to go over the matches that he kind of has on here and see if you have any memories of them. Um, okay. And then I want to talk about for sure two of the upcoming things that he has delivered to drop. Okay. Uh, first, obviously, the scaffold matches that I had alluded to. I think we both know about that one. Was that the one with the infamous try to break the table? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, brilliant. Um, there's Thugs Inc. versus Bad Brad Blair and White Trash. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could bear myself to see that one. Nah, I'll pass. Uh, Vicious Vandy Vicious. versus The Beast. Rest in peace, Vandy. He was a good dude. Who is The Beast? I have to look at it. I, offhand, I don't know if there's been several Beast in the area through the years. Uh, so I'd have to actually look and see who it was. Uh, it might have been that Roy guy uh, that runs Gallatin. This person now. has like white and black face paint and long hair. It might be that Roy guy that runs Gallatin, Tennessee now. Gotcha. He wrestled, he wrestled as the beast at one time. He had long hair. I could be wrong, but I'd have to actually look at it. Here's another unaired one. Crazy Carpenter. Versus Dieter Brock. Okay, actually, Mark Gordy asked me a message. Asked me, who was the car? Was it Carpenter or Carpenter? What was it? Crazy Carpenter. Yeah, that's who it was. I said, I know. I don't know who it was. I don't even remember the gimmick. So it might, didn't last long. Whoever was doing it, I thought it was probably one of Brian's, Brian Chigum's trainees, probably under a hood. Uh, that time not- period. Was it at that old Laverne building, or was it from Grand Slam? Uh, I, I haven't watched. Because if it's from that old Laverne building, that might be Lee Condry. That would, the time that, he was, that would be tremendous. Because that, uh, that's about the time period he was it's training. The, it's, it's the old Laverne building. Well, that's the time period he was training. So that might have been one of his first matches. I could be wrong, but I'm just kind of guessing because he was training around that time. Uh, I think this next one is the match you were referring to. Uh, team Hardcore versus Sudden Impact. Yeah. Yeah, that first of it, Gordy's is he is cussing like a sailor. <laughs> so that you know that one didn't there. <laughs> uh, we've got a fans bring the weapons match: Tommy Big Figure versus Brian Cheatham. You want to see some stiff shots? It, I I don't actually remember this certain match, but ones I've seen with those two, they they drill each other with gimmicks. So if you like brutal headshots, yeah, you'll get some in that match because they they swung it. I tell, 
Oh, big figure. He could swing, man. Gosh. Mm. And then so, this one intrigues me. The Alabama kid versus Kevin the Thug Jones. Um, Alabama kid. What was his name? Robbie Ruffin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Robbie Ruffin. Yep. This before we became Robbie Ruffin. He was Alabama kid, and then he went to work for Porter or Bird or one of them, and they changed it to Robbie Ruffin. I, I, I'm sitting here scrolling through the match, and there is barely anybody in the crowd. There was some – those uh, Laverne shows, one week you'd have a good house, next week you'd have 20 people. It was weird. It was really weird down there. And it was summer – the summertime, they it, – it was they – are they didn't draw good because it was so hot in that field, no air conditioning, so they didn't draw really good at all. But, uh, yeah, but some weeks they'd have good houses, and some weeks there wouldn't be nobody there. And it, it was crazy. Nobody would sit on – for some reason, nobody would – no matter if it was a good house, hardly anybody would ever sit on the hard camera side. So you'd have yeah. a good house, but there nobody you could sit. There would be on the hard camera side, you know, so. But here's the two, yeah. ske- two scheduled uploads that I, I see he has that are really interesting to me. Uh, the first one is 61921. Because that will be episode one of WMF Medium Rare completely remastered. Wow. Hmm. And then I wasn't on a lot of those shows. <laughs> the following week, 62621, Thug Inc. versus Quentin Charisma and Twig Vision. Really? I didn't know I retained with Twig Vision. Where was Dater? I'm not sure, but well, my question is can we watch this for an episode? It's going to be bad, I can tell you right now. <laughs> all right, all right. We don't have to, but for, for real, guys, Monty's doing this thing right right here. He's like, he's bringing old, old school uh, independent wrestling that hasn't been seen in years. I, what year was, was this airing? Okay, this was, it aired from 2000 to 2001. Uh, I think it aired like a whole year, maybe. Um because he had already started taping. I don't know if he had done put it on the show, had the show going yet. I I left for working for Cheatham in 99, fall 99. And then I came back in, i trying to think when I, because I worked for Burt Prince in 2000, up in first 2000, January, up until March or April of 2000. So I think I went, I, I went back. So I worked for Brian Cheatham in, May or June of 2000. Monty was already taping then, so I don't know if he had his TV show. I'm assuming he already had it. So, so, so basically, it ran probably a year from 2000. His last show he taped was, I want to say, February-ish, May-ish, February. It went from February to April of um, 2001 was about the time period he stopped. Taping it because the lighting at the National Guard Armory in Smyrna, Tennessee, was so bad. He just didn't want to. The lighting was was really bad, and it, he said he just didn't want to do it. Taping in there, so he stopped. He taped a little while on there, and he just it was just it was so dim looking, and uh, so he didn't tape it all. I'm hoping he has the match with the ladder match because I saw the clip. It was on the Dandy Show of me and Brian Cheatham uh, working uh, Chris Gatlin and. Steve Lane sudden impact in a ladder match. That's when I, dude, as probably, probably the worst pain I ever felt in a match. When I jumped on, the, I had a ladder in the corner. And I had, when I was laying on, I came running and jumped and straddled it. Man, it felt like somebody took like red, like fire, like been sitting in fire swords and stuck them in my hamstrings, man. It hurt so bad. It, I was on, it, it just burned. It 
hurt so bad. I had bruises from the, the ladder on my legs for like a week on the back of my hamstrings. <laughs> so I'm hoping he, since I had it on the Dandy Show a clip up, so I'm hoping that he has that whole match. I would really like to see it. That that would be phenomenal. And like, like I said, like you said, Monty's putting a lot of work into bringing it and in, bringing this back and like remastering it so it doesn't look crappy. Yeah. Um, and, and this is the perfect time to do it, I think, because really weird niche things like this are are in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I hope this co- this comes up to a lot of people's eyes. I'm sharing it like crazy. Um, you know, it's like I told Monty, you know, before I, I grew up on public access television. Yeah. And it was it was super entertaining. So I was Yeah, happy anybody's listening and don't remember they're not familiar with this area, it was um it was on MT, MTSU's um channel, right? There's their university channel, MTSU yeah. out of uh Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee State University. So go blue raiders. Boo, go tops. Um, but, uh, uh, so it was on their channel and, um, cause wasn't it like TV 10, wasn't that the chat, their no, actual channel? No, that was it. MTTV 10. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. And it had some, it had some really kooky stuff on there. Um, I love the dandy show. Those guys are funny. I, I, uh, I, wa- I watched that religiously. And when they came up with their, uh, uh, their radio show, they had a radio show for a little bit and I listened. To oh, that. they did. Yep, I did not know that. They covered all sports, but they did a lot of wrestling. I didn't know they had a radio show. Wow. And um, I watched Monty's show a few times, and I just didn't get it. <laughs> the cartel, baby. The cartel. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only two I've well, watched. Then, then, then you, you also had uh, the Pete Wade show. I never watched that. Oh, that, that. That was good. It's like kind of sketch humor. And then there was okay. Cooking with Big Fella, which may have been my favorite show. Really, and it was a, a a rapper named Big Fella, and just him like cooking and playing his his album, <laughs> and it was yeah. tremendous. <laughs> did he go to school there? Uh, I'm assuming they all. I'm assuming most of these hey, well, people did. You know what I mean? Well, Monty did. Monty didn't go. I don't know how they did it. I have no idea. I'm pretty, I guess he probably had to have people uh, that went to school there doing the production of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the in the what mass com or whatever you call it? Yeah, mass communications. I I did one yeah. year with that as my major, and then changed it for some dumb reason. <laughs> and now, how having all those skills would totally benefit me in pro wrestling. Yeah, didn't, didn't know that at the time, but when <laughs> I'm, I'm stupid. Well, you know, when you're young, you don't think about stuff like that. So now, if you go back in time, you know, but we all wish we could go back in time. <laughs> Yeah. I wanted to leg drops on concrete floor. That's one thing I wouldn't have done. If I could go back in time. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be getting around just a tad better. Well, a little bit better, but still. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Monty's doing a good thing, man. It's you know, it, it don't matter what you know, a lot of people say, you know, it's low level, but it you know, the stuff I see out there, it, it don't matter. It it's it's it means something to some people. And you know, you, you see guys that's not with us no more like um you, know, you talk about Vandy Fultz and um, you know, in Detroit Eaton. He's not with us anymore. He passed. He's on there. So, you know, it's good to, you know, you see guys that you remember, you know, you worked with and, you know, were friends with, like with Troy. And, you know, it's good that, you know, you can see some, you know, see him out, you know, doing like, you know, Troy Eaton was probably one of the most underrated workers around here in the 90s. And, 
you know, it just one of those born too too late, you know, and and you know, it just was really really good, and and you know, and I, I'm not talking bad about Torbis. Everybody knows that knows him. He had his demons um, and everything, but when he was in the ring, man, he was he was good. He was so good, very talented, very talented guy. I don't think he knew how good he was, and I think that you know there was nowhere to go. So I mean, but um, he could have worked anywhere. If you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. wouldn't work for Gerald. You know, USWA at the end. You know, he could have because he his, he was so he was so good in the ring. But you know, so, so seeing seeing him as you know he's it's good. Maybe somebody else sees some of his work and everything. And you know, but it's good just to have stuff out there. You know, good, bad, or ugly. It don't you know? It's me. It's some. It'll mean something to somebody. So no, nah, man, I'm I'm excited to sit down and binge them with friends. Um, yeah, man, this, this is going to be a good time. It's a good thing of Monty bringing it back. Uh, yeah, so that's some super exciting news to hear today. Yeah, yeah, it's a, you know, you know, some like the last time we we recorded talking about, um, yeah, basically, I, I, you know, somehow I got a bad rep and stuff, but I always seemed like I was put with young guys, you know, was but I had this bad reputation, but I but I always had the young guys. Uh, when you mentioned earlier. The, fir- the first thing was the TKO Bad Brad match. Uh, Bad Brad, I gave him, he he worked a few matches. And I said I told him put him with me. He's got potential and he's a learner because if he's you just put him out here matches with people I don't know what they're doing. Well, talent he has that I can see it's gonna get lost, you know. So he put me. I named him Bad Brad. I named Brad Blair, and uh, he was my partner for about six months, and he learned, he, you know. And then of course he. When it's like when they, he started, yeah, I don't know, I don't want to get into it, but um, a lot of their style was just beat people up with stuff, you know. So he got away from me working matches and then started doing that stuff. But uh, um, then this, and then the Dieter Brock, they put Dieter Brock with me. So, but yeah, I'm trying to think, was yeah, I only had that was only two young guys, but I worked, well, everybody who worked was young there. <laughs> I worked um, Chris Gatlin and Steve Lane forever. So I, I've kind of want to take credit for them actually learning how to work because they worked me forever. And then, then I started working with uh, Mark and Troy, and then they went to Porter's and started working. But, but yeah, when they when I first started, they didn't. They were the same thing: hit people with stuff, do move, 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 hit something with somebody, you know, gimmicks and stuff. But I, I worked a program for long for about oh gosh eight months off and on. So taught them how to work. So. But I get a bad rap, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> but all for, you know, from like mid to late 90s on, I, that's all I ever worked was with, team with young guys and work with young guys, you know? So I, I must not have been too bad, you know? I mean, I, I mean, I'm here as one of the young guys that you worked with and teamed with. You know, so, but, you know, I was thinking, I hardly ever worked main events and for belts and stuff. Especially when I first started, I've worked. Actually, I probably did more main events and belts when I was first started than I did ever. But I guess because I was always working with the young young guys, I was always with the young guys. You know, I know we had quite the run. <laughs> we we worked. I think what for a year straight we worked every everybody out of the Tony Falk USWA wrestling school, didn't we? We we, we did that, but I mean, I'm talking. You know, when we were working, God, we were working four nights a week for a while, three or four. And a lot of times we had a we had a belt to defend on every show. Well, yeah, that time was yeah, but I'm talking about you know, but earlier it just seemed like I didn't. I don't know. I guess I did. But I was never. I'm not, I mean, I don't know. I thought about like 
shows with, with a lot of, you know, not where it's just a, a show of mostly young guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A regular show. You know, I was always like middle card guy, which that's fine. I mean, I didn't, I'm trying to think. Uh, I had that in 93, they put the lightweight junior, whatever belts on me, Shelbyville. That was the old AWA red, white, and blue tag belt that they, that Donnie Ernesto changed. I had it. And then I think the next belt I had was, was it the Mid South or Tennessee champion? I beat Wolfie D in a ladder match. That was crazy. So, as I know, we're way off topic. 94, uh, Razor and Michaels just had that ladder match, you know. <laughs> Tommy Hickey was a Columbia. Dress rooms didn't connect. Tommy Hickey was a booker. He's like, hey, you and Wolfie are going to work a ladder match next show because they run every other, every other Saturday there in Columbia, Tennessee. He's like, we'll have a ladder match. I said, I want you to work it like uh, Razor and Michaels did. And I was like, huh? I was like, you're, you're kidding. He's like, yeah, I'm ribbing you. He said, nobody can work that match again <laughs> like that. What, what happened? What did you do? You know, look under. No, so I mean, oh this oh it got okay oh it got better I was gonna I was gonna keep going with it so <laughs> so the the you know I said it was every other week there so we come to the next the next show and the referee Big Mike Norman comes back and says like I said the difference didn't connect so you know he's running stuff back for us said I said I don't know what you're gonna do with that ladder I said we mean he said Freddie got you a ladder it was like a twelve foot wood ladder thing weighed about two hundred pounds. He goes, I don't know what y'all, y'all going to do with that thing. And I said, you're kidding. You're ribbing. He said, no, look out there. Dude, he got us a wood ladder, like a 12-foot tall. That thing weighed, it weighed at least 150 pounds. It was the heaviest thing ever. <laughs> so, so we, and uh, I said, well, tell Wolfie we'll to do whatever he wants to do. Um, so I never had a ladder match. He's had a couple in USWA. I said, just tell him, you know, we'll try to, you know, I'll just, whatever he wants to do, we'll do it. I said, but there's probably, we can't do that much, but whatever he wants to do, we'll try it. So we go out there and we have a match or something. And gosh, we can barely get thing in the ring. <laughs> it was awful. And then, you remember how high the Grand Slam building was in Columbia, Tennessee, right? Oh, yeah. How was that about 30, about 30 foot high? The top yeah, of the, the... absolutely, at least. Okay. So sometime during the day, they got, this is back when Shane, uh, before he was working uh, matches, he, were, he worked for Freddie. He refereed when they did a ref. You know, he did, every, you know, all behind the scenes stuff. Everything Freddie needed, he, you know, he'd do it. You know, a lot of times he'd do security. He'd do refing, help do the ring. You know what I'm saying? So he did, he was, you know, did a lot of stuff before he started actually wrestling. So Freddie got him to go up there and tie the belt up and hang it, you know, hang the belt. So <laughs> men's, nobody really knows, has only seen really one ladder match at the time. Shane gets up there and ties the belt, ties a knot. To hold it on, so you know, making a loop, and he ties it. Oh God! <laughs> so the finish was ref bump. Wolfie goes up to the, goes to the top, goes up the ladder, gets the belt, comes down. I spray Wolfie D with the with the spray. He goes down. I roll him up. Referee sees it. One, two, three. I get the belt. So I'm selling. I'm looking down. I'm crawling. I'm seeing Wolfie. You know, he's milking it. So I'm milking over to the corner to get the gimmick. Right? People are going mad. They're going crazy. They see me going. To What's wrong? So it was a ladder match with pinfalls? What did I say? You said you sprayed them, then you rolled them up. Oh, I mean, I sprayed him and grabbed the belt. That's what I meant. <laughs> he said rolled them up one, two, I three, was, and I got the belt. I'm so used like, to, yeah, I, I'm so used to pinning me pin to win. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you're, so used to pinning people, aren't you there, champ? That's what you <laughs> said. <laughs> you know what I meant. 
Oh, no okay. job, Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, thanks for realizing that. But, yeah, <laughs> so we come down, I spray, and the ref sees me with, oh, I got the belt. When, you know, I win, no one, two, three. <laughs> anyway, I won the belt. Yeah. So, I'm milking it, crawling over to the corner to get the gimmick. Wolfie D's clock milking the ladder, right? You know, people. Oh, yeah, are, oh, re- re- wrestlers can't climb ladders. We've established that. Something, something about unless it, somebody's about unless somebody's about to get the belt and it's not time to get it, and they run up them real fast for some reason. Yeah, but even when it's just them by themselves, they, uh, but <laughs> so he's he gets up there and grabs, yanks it, yanks it. It's not come. He grabs it and holding on to it, yanking it. Got both feet in the air, pulling it. It's not coming down. I'm sitting at the bottom of the ladder with the gift. Just sitting there, the ref's like, what's going on? I said, Wolfie can't get the belt down. He's like, what? I said, the belt's tied. Wolfie can't get it down. He can't get it. He's like, he's like, he's like, I think he said, kick me. I was like, what? He's like, I got to stay down. So I went over, I, I think I kicked the ref again because he was down. And uh, he wasn't looking at me, so he couldn't DQ me. So I, hit, I had to hit the ref again to keep him down. I'm just saying people are going nuts because they see me down there. They're screaming him. They're giving him the Iggy and look down. He's up there. Doing, he, he yanks it down, gets it. It comes down. I spray and then shake the ref. Look, ref, I got the, you know, I win. But the belt was tied. He couldn't get it undone because it wasn't looped. It was the rope was actually tied in knots to the belt. Good God. It was crazy, man. That's, I mean, tre- it was, that's, that's tremendous. It was doomed from get goes. We had a, a 15-foot or whatever foot ladder, wood ladder. And it was, it was thick. It was an old ladder. So it was thick wood. That thing, and I said, it was so heavy, we couldn't do nothing with it. And, and then the belt was tied. It, it was doomed. <laughs> it was, it, you know, it was one of those things. That, but nobody had had one of those matches, especially in Columbia, Tennessee before. Right. You know, so it was something new. But, Yeah. <laughs> As my ladder, and then and then then I killed my legs on that one ladder that time. That was a fiberglass ladder I hit. Man, I tell you that hurt so bad. I didn't think it would. I straddled it, you know, and but it felt like somebody took scalding red hot swords or whatever stuck them up my hamstrings. That was all horrible. But yeah, so I'm hoping that gets showed eventually. But uh, yeah, money's in a good thing, so check that out. I don't know how I got on a Wolfie Dean ladder match, but anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, we we went way off the path with that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did you have fun on your honeymoon? What kind of question is that? This is a PG podcast, sir. No, Asheville's nice, man. I really like Asheville. It's an interesting city. Um, the, how was the how how cold was that water in that not, little river? You was not too bad. Yeah, we floated the, the river okay. on our last day, and it, and it wasn't too bad. One thing about that, um, when we went into that, I'm thinking it's like a lazy river at a water resort, right? You're just going to float down it. No, you're it. in a creek, buddy. <laughs> yeah, um, there's places where... That one? Go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying there's places where there's rock and, and uh, sticks up and stuff like that. Like yeah, so they, that they, they give you a paddle. And I'm that like, one oh, picture. this isn't going to be as relaxing as I thought. <laughs> that one picture, Dana looked at it's like... That looks like that's gonna be some snakes over them. them so it look like uh like a log or something hanging down. There's branches hanging out of the water. That looks like snake water. I was like, yeah, I think I'd stay away from that part. Of it. <laughs> well, so right, right there, I know exactly where you're talking about. Uh, we had to go toward that because there was like these two big rocks, and like we could go between them or around this side, this side. And I was we we're trying to go between, and like 
you're it, it, you're in two inner tubes, but like you can be hooked together if you want, so you don't lose each other. Mm-hmm. And then like at that point, like the paddle might as well be useless because steering two of them hooked together with like a you know it's like the end of a fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> so so you know one will go this way and that'll just spin the other this way. You're just at yeah. the mercy of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So we just went where we uh we went right by some geese at one point and I'm like, oh, this is great. And I'm talking like they're like two feet from us. And I'm like, oh, this is wild. And then they cross. Well, didn't attack you. <laughs> and well, and then the last one turns toward me. Oh. <laughs> and I, I have I have my uh I have my paddle. I'm like, I'm, I hope I don't have to hit a goose on this. I like animals. <laughs> oh, wait, that's funny. Yeah, you, you pictures are you had a good time. Oh. If anybody's ever in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, you need a, a set of hotel, I highly recommend the Holiday Inn. Very nice. Very nice. Get get definitely two thumbs up. There yep. you go. I guess that's where you stayed for the wedding. Yep. And uh, this past weekend, we went to Marion, Illinois. Holiday Inn in Marion, Illinois. It's a good place to stay up there, too. <laughs> well, if we're doing that, the Best Western in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, Asheville, North Carolina, and the uh, – Sinesta in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Both good places. All right. That's good. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, the um, Moonlight. I went to Moonlight Barbecue in Owensboro, the world famous Moonlight Barbecue. Still don't, I don't know what, how to talk. I don't know. It just, uh, it was good, but nothing was labeled. So you don't know what you're eating. So I'm going to go back and try it again. I'm going to ask what I'm eating next time. But it's like a big barbecue buffet. But um, it's like world famous. It's been there forever in, in Owensboro, Kentucky. But yeah. The, Still, the review's still out on that. I'm going to go back. And I went back. We went right before the, they closed the, the buffet down. So the desserts, um, they had like a legendary banana pudding. It had been sitting out a little while, so it, it was kind of room temperature. So we talked about, so if we go back, and if we ever go back, I'm gonna, we're going to go earlier in the day when it, when they first opened. And, but uh, definitely, because I mean, you don't see many barbecue buffets, but we're going to try to, because they had mutton on there, and I don't know if I got mutton or not. <laughs> But I tried like all the meats, so I, I kind of want to know what I'm eating. Yeah. No, no, so, I uh, but, that that makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay, it all tasted gonna, good. If we're going to go on food, then uh, when we got to Asheville, the very first place we ate was a place called Wayfells. It's a uh, Cajun cuisine. Excellent sh- shrimp and grits. Christy had an alligator po' boy that was pretty good as well. Um, then we had a pizza place, and I. I hate that I can't remember where we went. It was a brewing company. I think it was Asheville Brewing Company, but don't hold me to that. Um, and, and I say I hate that I can't remember because I'm sure the pizza was good, but we tried to be uh, adventurous and we ordered an arugula pizza and that was okay. terrible. <laughs> it, 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 it was terrible. Um, but it seemed like their pizza would have been good if we would have got normal pizza because we did get garlic yeah. bites and those wow. are delicious. So I think that was our problem. We just screwed wow. up there <laughs> uh, <laughs> big time. Um, we had a uh, God, we had so many places in Asheville. Guys, if you just want to eat really good food, go to Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, you know, we did do the built. Yeah, no, we did the built more. Um, and, you know, and we ate at like, the hotel service desk where you can get like a quick bite and it was mm. delicious. So everything in Asheville was good. There was, there was a place that makes like uh what you call it? Um, like homemade, like ice cream sandwiches. So they mm. homemade the cookies and then. Yeah. The, I saw that. Yeah. Dude. And like, and I'm lactose intolerant, you know, I'm, I, I will 
eat milk, you know, I'll eat ice cream, but it'll ruin my day. You know what I mean? Um, but they had coconut milk ice cream, which, mm-hmm. and it was like, it, it was made there. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was Sunshine Sammy's. That was what that place was called. But okay. it, but it, it was great, man. I, the fact that, that a week later I went on national TV when spandex uh, was stupid because I legitimately gained probably seven pounds from the honeymoon. <laughs> Couldn't tell it. You were you weren't moving like you you were moving good. That match I saw. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, but no, it uh, it, it you can definitely gain some weight going to Asheville. And I mean, like I said, it's a really cool. <laughs> it's a really really cool city. And if you if you have dogs, that is one of the most dog friendly cities. Really? Um, yeah, we would. Uh, wow. Most places we'd go that have outdoor eating. Um, we went at this one place twice called Biscuit Head. And, it, and it's amazing. I it's, saw the picture. Yeah, the, the, the picture biscuits part. are the size of a cat's head. Like it's it's crazy. Um, but like when you go outside uh, and you're eating on the patio, they'll have like water dishes and treats that you can just give your dog. And awesome. They have a cooler. It's it's the one of the most dog friendly cities I've. The only thing we saw that you couldn't do with a dog was legitimately when we went floating. You know, <laughs> like, oh, do, do people bring their dogs? And they're like, no, no, we don't allow that. That was the only yeah, thing. The, All the restaurants had well, outdoor the, eating. The dog's nails would probably rip the, the float. Yeah, or they just freak out and not want to float anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Several different things would happen on that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's no, Asheville. It's great. You know, Asheville, you, you think, oh, it's in the hills of North Carolina. It's going to be redneck. It's definitely not. It's very trendy yeah. place now. Yeah, it's not what you think when you think hills of North Carolina. It's definitely not. It's it's definitely not that now. It's yeah, and I, and, now. I, and I and I thought I'll be honest, guys. I thought I would hate the Biltmore. I thought it would be boring. Um, and you know that there's some points to where it's like, all right, these guys just had too much money to have too much money. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's actually the the tour itself was 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 okay. But like all the other stuff, like if you go where they have their you know their their farm and you know they have blacksmiths that like actual working blacksmiths and. Yeah. And uh, uh, was it broom makers and stuff like that? I found all that really, really interesting. And I, even the winery, even though we thought it was going to be a winery tour, and it's just, hey, walk through this tunnel. Okay, now come try some wine. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? I thought it was going to be like, this is where the grapes are grown and this is yeah. how it's made. It wasn't that at all. You walk through this thing, this like a wine tunnel, and then you go out and you try wine, which was okay. Yeah, they don't <laughs> knock that part. I'm not gonna That that was the one thing I dreaded. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the belt more. Yeah. It was cool. So Yeah. Something something different and interesting, you know. Yeah. It, Everyone needs to get out of their hometown. I think that's a yeah. that's a problem with a lot of people's outlook is that they've never left their hometown to see how other people live. That Tra- or, or travel, get out or, of your hometown. Well, that or go to something out of your comfort zone, like the beach. Everybody, get, there go the beach. You know, go do. Yeah, get out of your. You not just get out of your hometown. Get out of, when you go somewhere. Get out of that comfort zone of doing what you do when you do go somewhere. Yeah. You know, you know, you will. Uh, you know, find some interesting stuff. You know, like here. You know, it's been a while back. Dana. You know, big. Uh, she's a big Titanic mark. So we did the Titanic and, and Pigeon Forge. I care less, but man, it was really interesting because uh, I learned stuff. I, I, I like history. And I didn't know this, but there was a swimming pool on the Titanic. Yeah, I, I remember uh, you telling me that after you got yeah, back, man. Uh, that's yeah, the one thing we didn't do in Gatlinburg that we really, really, really meant to do and just yeah. kept wearing ourselves out by the time we're like, oh, yeah, we got to do that. Oh, we're too tired. We'll do it tomorrow. 
and just that's kept like, doing that. Yeah, we, you know, back uh, we went for our anniversary. We went up there for four days, and you know, I get made fun of, but damn it, I make up my itinerary of things we want to do in each day, and we still in four days we still had like two pages of stuff because you just you run out of time because there's so much stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna go back. In the fall, we'll go back. But yeah, that Titanic, I said, I didn't think I'd like it, but I, I did enjoy it because it was, I learned stuff, you know, that you don't yeah. just see on the TV, you know, documentaries and stuff. You know, so like I said, I didn't know they had, you know, they had a swimming pool. You would not think they'd have a swimming pool back that far back, you know. Now, you know, cruise ships have 20 pools, but you never heard nobody talk about it. there was a swimming pool on the Titanic, you know, and it was, uh, it wasn't on top, it was down in the, in, in the boat. It wasn't on a deck, which was really see, shocking. That, yeah, that's the weirder part to me. Yeah. I don't know how big it was because uh, they had the, because <laughs> it was part of the little workout room they had. It, uh, they had some, it looked like they had jump ropes. I think it was some kettlebells. Uh, it looked like they had some boxing gloves. And that was about it. And um, a couple other little things in the swimming pool. And they shut the, they shut the swimming pool. That was their little, the workout thing. So I don't know how, like I said, I don't know how big. It showed a picture of it, but you couldn't really tell how big the pool was. But it was, it was down and it wasn't on a deck. So, yeah. So, you know, like I said, I wasn't never went, went to that, but I go in, I was, I liked it because it, I, I learned stuff, you know, it's history. So, and I, I'm, I'm a big history person, not just wrestling history. Oh, before we go, I got some more stuff for my project. Is a lot this more you I got. Can talk about? Yeah. I was okay, basically I was the about same. To say, don't bury the lead. Oh, no. Um, well, I got some more posters from Dr. Master Curtis's promotion. And I got the rarest of the rare, Dr. Master Curtis program. Oh, nice. Never seen them, never heard about them. Talked to Tommy Higgy last year. He said he, he never knew Curtis sold programs at his show. I ain't saying there's some out there floating around. I don't know of any. Nobody else knows of any out there. Because the guy that made them uh, was in Don Rollett. Nobody can find him. We think, he's, we think he has passed away. Because uh, nobody can knows where he's at. We, me and Mark Gordy's look for him. Asked Scott Till if he heard from him, and Scott Till said he hadn't heard from him in over twenty years. He's the one that was making Curtis's programs. Um, so I'm saying that his family don't have some, uh, or if he's still alive, he still has some. But there's none known floating around. So, and there was only what six of them. He had six of them. I got them. So, and thirty. I go back to the archives. We'll spend all day at the archives down in Nashville. So all right. things are rolling. Like, yeah, sounds like that. You do got things rolling on your little project, yep. your little pet project. Yep. And I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, shorten it because um I was gonna do this, you know, I was planning on doing the 70s and 80s independent outlaw of Tennessee with the I think did I ever tell you about the, about the you know because 70 the commission was just so um strict in Tennessee it was rare, rare, rarely you would see outlaw shows. Yeah. Um. So I'm I've been scouring papers. I found a couple up in East Tennessee, but that's about it. So I think I'm just gonna go back to the night to the 80s. Just do all 80s because there's just not enough material. I might highlight like when Poffo started up because they were they were the they're probably the most famous of outlaws pretty much. You know, ICW. So when it started up, I might because it was 79. So I might hit on that because you know that was basically the the one that. Really started, you know. So I might hit on that at 79 going and then start off in date. So I think that's what I'm going to do. And um, so, yeah, I got that stuff. I'm happy. And I said, I'm going to the archives. 
Saturday gonna spend a whole day down there, the new building. So yeah, I got. Let's see what I get. Was I submitted five or six programs, and I got what was it? Ten more posters that I didn't have. So awesome, man. Yeah. So that's coming along, but then then uh, this summer after I get everything I can find at the archives, I'm then I'm gonna start planning on. That's when I really works. I'm sorry. When I start going to these little towns in their local libraries and trying to find stuff. But yeah, it, so far it's, it's, it's coming along. So, right. so I'm happy. No, that's <laughs> awesome, man. I'm glad to see, see this coming together. Cause I know how much you get oh, to focus on. Oh, it's just, it's just scratching the surface, you know, but yeah. I got a lot of stuff that nobody else has got, you know, and the guy I got the stuff, this stuff from, um, he had, it was, it was probably about 10 of the posters that I already got from the that other guy. So, um, there's some stuff floating around from Curtis out there. There's not a lot. So, but I, I'm pretty sure, uh, cause I don't think Curtis's wife or anybody of his are still around. And a lot of the guys that work for Curtis are not around anymore. So I, I'm thinking as of right now, I probably got the biggest Curtis collection. So Dr. Master Curtis's SIU promotion right now. I think I got the biggest collection of it. So I'm happy. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yep. Yep. That's good. All right. We've went like 20 years. It's like you're past your bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Can I throw one thing out there? Um, oh, yeah. Go ahead. What you do? Uh, I, I have been um, been asked to uh, be a part of the School of Morton seminar series uh, on Thursday, July 22nd. Um, so if you'd like to be a part of, uh, I guess, a pro wrestling seminar hosted by me, strangely enough, um, contact the School of Morton. Uh I am. I'm. I've already started putting together the syllabus I'm going to do for uh, for my training session there, um, because I have been to seminars where you do not get your money work and it's uh, money's worth and it's a money grab by the person putting it on, and I don't want my seminar to be that. Um, so I'm I'm really really working hard to try to put a syllabus together where I hope everybody leaving something they didn't have uh, beforehand. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be my first seminar, guys. Um, I've been training guys for years now but uh first time actually doing a seminar so yeah if you're interested in it contact school of morton um and they'll set you up but it's july 22nd uh it's in chucky tennessee so uh far east tennessee <laughs> yeah and chucky's not big what's the closest greenville greenville greenville's not that bad is that, that there's a there's a college in greenville is, is that where east tennessee state's at i think so maybe yeah or if it's not East State, there's a JUCO college over because I know they they there's a JUCO plays uh, uh, baseball. There's a Ju- there's a JUCO over there. I think in Greenville. I think East Tennessee State's in Johnson City. I think. And there's a JUCO, a really good JUCO. I can't remember. Is it Walter State? No. There's some. There's a JUCO baseball. Uh, the college has a really good JUCO baseball program in Greenville. I can't remember what it's called though. So yeah, yeah. Chucky, from what I heard, it's really small. Yeah, blink. It's it's very much a blink and you miss it town. But uh, Ricky's got a good school going on there. Um, you walk into this place and it's like you're walking into a wrestling museum. He, I think he took all his old stuff out of storage and goes, "Now I got a place to put it." And he puts it on the walls. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. We got multiple rings, so I'm really excited to be going back. I, I've been to the school in Morton uh, twice before, once teaching and once just hanging out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go and be a part of the seminar series. Okay, that's cool. Plug that. Plug the NWA stuff, man. Yeah, so yes. the NWA and uh, well, first off, 
if you are a fan of old school wrestling, and if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you probably are, or a glutton for punishment, one of the two. Um, but <laughs> if you are the fan of old school professional wrestling, um, the NWA over on Fight TV, uh, NWA Power, it's it's one hour of wrestling like you remember it, studio setting, and when that's you know that's what this whole podcast started on was watching studio wrestling. Granted, not the best studio wrestling, but uh, it's it's done in the old <laughs> it's done in the old Jim Crockett style. Uh, I don't know, man. It, uh, I've I've been working. I just did my second set of tapings for them. Uh, I love working for the NWA. Uh, it's an amazing locker room, um, and I can tell you this very safely because I am not giving a spoiler because I am not trying to get fired. Uh, this season of Power is crazy. Um, and then as far as while we're on the NWA, so yeah, you have to get that on Fight TV. It's a four ninety nine a month. You know, skip a couple co- cups of coffee. I don't, I don't know. I think that's two cups from Starbucks. You're good. Four ninety nine a month. I think it's highly worth it. Anyway, uh, in August we will be taping, doing our next round of tapings for Power. However, we will not be in GBP Studios in Atlanta, GA. We will be bringing wrestling back to the chase in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, All right. Uh, not only that, we will be doing not one but two pay-per-views during that round of tapings. Uh, the NWA will do their first all-women's pay-per-view called Empower, and then we will also have the NWA 73rd. So NWA 73, the 73rd anniversary of the National Wrestling at the Chase. That's the perfect place for it. Uh, when when I got when we got the news because it was kept secret from everybody until we were yeah. down at the tapings. When we got the news that it was at the Chase, it. I was ecstatic. That that's crazy. That's a wrestling match. So yeah. to be that's at the chase where so many greats have been in there, astounding. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. We well, got anything else to add? Nah, I think that's it, man. I'm not used to plugging things, so now I'm plugging things that shows. It's so weird. Hey, it's hey, it's that's hey, plug it, man. Plug away, you know. It's yeah. And uh, we're on YouTube. Yeah, this, this will be. Up and on I don't. And, and the thing is, I. Before we go, I'm talking about this real quick. I don't know how that was going to work with listening to some YouTube because we're doing a podcast. I watch, we're actually doing our thing is watch along now. So I don't know how that would, would work if you want to watch along because you're listening to us on you if you're listening to us on YouTube. So I don't know how that would work. So I guess you can watch us on YouTube and not watch along. I get. I don't know. I'm trying to say. Or, or, or you can open up two tabs and have one muted, one not. I don't know. It's it's weird, guys. I, we'll, we'll find out some, some another way to do it. Maybe I don't know copyright, but maybe we can put a third box and I can just start using the actual video from the recording. Oh God, that means you have to put on pants. Um. <laughs> well, okay. So you can actually pull up. So I'm, you know, I'm old and I don't, you know. Technology passed me by back in nineteen ninety-eight. Well, I, I can do one of one of one of two things. I can. No, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying that the person can they can pull up the YouTube in two different boxes and and yeah, mute the match, watch the match, and listen to us on the other box. Yeah, they could do that. Oh, okay. Well, they ain't. never mind. <laughs> just do that then. I didn't see. You know, I don't know these things. That's but, why I got you. you, you I, I, I want to find the rules on the copyright. Um, because if, if we're able to do this with a watch along, I can also potentially, if, if Zoom software allows me, or I can do it in post, bring up the match in a third window on here and watch along that way. I think I'd have to do it in post, but even if I could do that, that would be cool too. Um, just just things we're spitballing, guys. We're just trying to think of ways to make this better and yeah. you know, I don't know, make this entertaining. 
for yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. You're done. I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma, hey, that's me. Thanks for listening and God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.